Thank you for joining us back here for day two. If you didn't catch yesterday's episode 69.1, you'll want to go back and listen to that. This is like the cliffhanger that goes deep into the messaging and the outcomes that we had from our experience, me and my good friend, coach and mentor, Stephanie Gass, from our week-long immersion experience at the Dreamer Summit without further ado, actually, I am going to pause for a second to remind you about the 12 days of Christmas. Super fun, like just really fun event. It's like a 12 day event with 12 different uh, speakers that are all work from home moms talking about specific areas, specific topics of just like being uh, this kind of like mom boss meets really driven intentional wife, mom, woman, business owner inside of Stephanie Gass's mompreneur, uh, mompreneur mastermind Facebook group, totally free. And I will put a link for it down in the show notes. So make sure that you check that out and it starts next week. So December 14th, I think is the first date of that. And it runs for 12 days. I'll be speaking in there on time blocking. And um, I don't want you to miss out on that because it's super awesome. So go check that out. Get inside of Steph's group and gobble that up for sure. Okay, now without further ado, let's get into the rest of the power and potential of an immersion experience. We're done with the summit. Our mapping out from the goals that we've set because we go through and we go through and we do, who do you want to become? What are the dreams that you have in all the different areas of your life, spiritually, physically, relationally, professionally, financially? And then you map out the actual goals. So part of the goals for me was figuring out this income. How am I going to hit this income level or this uh, podcast download number or impact this number of women without having coaching at the beginning of the funnel? So Chelsea and I, just start mapping this stuff out on whiteboards. Like the whiteboard goes all the way around the little room that we're in, the conference Mm -hmm. room. And we just start backing into it. And it's so interesting because I would put some stuff down and I'm like, oh, that seems like too big or that, that doesn't make sense. And then God would just like speak through Chelsea. Like I was like, Chelsea, I should just keep the same income numbers from this year. <laughs> she tried to get out of it twice. So we did this for me. Okay. And then we we could have wrapped up and been done. Okay. And she's like, man, I really made me think I should do this for me. And I was like, just get up and do it. It's not going to take that long. Oh, it's getting late. We got to do dinner and just get up and do it. Okay. So she gets up and do, does it. So then she's got to write her big goal down. Like, that's what this is. And she literally wrote this intention and the pre-work was about, I need clarity on this. What am I going to do in my business? She stands up and says, I think I'm just going to keep it the same as what it was last year because it was great. And my jaw drops to the floor as I stand here with this woman that is like breathed fire in my face through every coaching Zoom call for the last year and a half. And here she sits like, I can't, I won't, don't make me. And it's just, it just goes to show and, you know, so much perspective has been given to me through this experience, you know, but, uh, Stephanie's a human with insecurities, (laughs) right? It doesn't, it, this does not go away no matter where you are in your journey. And that just goes to prove 
here's, here's Chelsea Joe with systemize your life. You need to find a system that is your defense. This is, I mean, that is your offense, right? This is how you come at the defense and say, "Mm -mm, I like, I know how to play this. And yes, it's hard. Yes. It's big and scary to go up against a team that you think is totally going to beat you. But with God on our side, we will always win. And then you take these immersion experiences and you go into them with some pre-work and you go into them with some intention and then you write some things down and we'll talk to you about what we wrote down and you give yourself over to the process. But when you're in it, it doesn't matter how many times has, how many times have you done this? How many years? Eight years. Yeah. Right. Like, and you still are met with, "Mm, I'll stay small. Yeah. It's so much more comfortable to write down goals and dreams in your immersion event and the one area that you're really there to focus on that feels super comfortable and super mm-hmm. safe. And the thing for me was this year has been my biggest, most fruitful, incredible year in eight and a half years. It's insane how God has worked to bring me here full circle. And I'm like, all the things come through, right? Like this is already so big. I should just stay here. Like, and then no matter, no matter where you are, there's another level of fear. Mm-hmm. Like my old levels of fear used to be, you know, I'll have to leave my kids if I get too big or like, I don't know how to hire someone. So I just won't. Mm-hmm. And now I've done all those things. And so now the new levels of fear are, I'm too afraid to write the book or I'm too afraid to get the stage, the big stage. Like I could pee and puke just thinking about it, which is exactly why I have to write it down and claim it mm-hmm. and going, I'm going to double my income next year if God wants that, which is a hundred percent up to him. And I'm wonderful, whatever he does. But if that's in line with the goals he has for me, I'm going to step into it. I'm going to double my podcast numbers next year, writing those down and putting them up on the whiteboard. There was just this big moment of like, who do you think you are? And then I went, oh, hold up. I'm Steph Gas. I'm doing this. And then it like all came rushing back. And I'm like, thank you for calling my, just calling me out on that. I'm so here for that answer right now. And that's why you have friends that aren't willing to challenge you when you want to play small. That's why I breathe fire at Chelsea for a year and a half because I see her potential and she sees mine. Mm-hmm. And so we write down these audacious goals and we start backing into them and I'm avoiding, I'm avoiding the first part, mm-hmm. right? Of, yeah. Which is coaching. So we mapped out all my income based on where it comes from. So we've got coaching, we've got the passive courses, I've got the mastermind P2P, I've got some affiliate income, etc. And I've got all these things mapped out, except the very first one. I'm just like avoiding it, like the plague. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, but stop. What are you doing in that first bucket? (laughs) Like, how are you going to give people clarity without coaching them one-on-one? Right? And so then we go to the next whiteboard. I'm like, okay, here's our options, Chelsea. Option one, well, you could just raise the prices over here. And so there's less people. I don't even know. Like, what happened? How did we get to the final? It's been brewing in this immersion experience 
for two days, we've talked about it subtly in little bits and pieces. And it's just been sitting there and it's been brewing. And that is the real validity of this whole experience is that it's not going to come to you in a second or a moment. Um, and so, and it's been brewing before this event, it's been brewing before this event, probably 90 days. Mm -hmm. I've known something's got to give. So that's also the thing. Like God knew if I can just get her to this moment in time, avoiding this to this very moment in time, I'll give her an answer. I'll give her an answer. So then we write, so then, so then we write, I'm like, okay, hold on. Okay. Here, there's an option B. Hold on. There's an option B here. And I'm over here listening to the woman that's like, hi, I help people create passive products <laughs> off their podcast. And I'm like, <clears throat> just create a course. And she's like, no, it has to be me. I have to do it. And I'm like, create a course. Like, you know how to do this. You teach people how to do this. Like, this is the answer. I mean, and then I would say, I don't know how you feel about it, but from my perspective, this is what it looks like, right? And so we worked through all of these, all of these like little nuances for both of us. Yeah. 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 And came up with an entirely new product line that's going to be coming out in 2021 that I am so, so beyond the moon excited mm-hmm. about. I know that this serves every woman where she's at from the moment of, I don't know at all what to do. There's an answer. It's an affordable answer. It's a scalable answer. And then they move into starting the podcast again, are we've already proven that concept. And then they go into the mastermind with me. And after they've done the first step of getting clarity through the courses I'm going to be bringing the course I'm going to bring to the world. And they still want to, then they can do coaching, mm-hmm. but it's going to be, I'm going to be less available. And that was a hard, it was a, it's a must happen, but it was a hard thing to accept because I felt a responsibility to what, what did I write down on the first one? I can't fix everything for every single person mm-hmm. on this planet. Right. But I can, I can show up with the gifts that I have in a way that I know works and lower the price points so it's extraordinarily affordable and help more women have those mm-hmm. breakthroughs yeah. and then do exactly what we have done. I want every single one of you listening to have the success and the breakthrough and to a year and a half later go, you know what? Chelsea and I sat on the phone a year and a half ago and we mapped out her brand that today she's speaking at an event with me. We're sitting here <laughs> together like a year and a half of doing the work, her show will pass 100,000 downloads by the end of next year. Yeah. Have an insanely profitable business by the end of next year. Already, it's already doing, it's thriving. A year and a half. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm just proud. I'm, just I'm like so- a mama bear. I'm, oh, my point was, how do I do that for more women? Because if I'm one-on-one. You can't. I can't. Mm-mm. So like, the, God gave me the answer on a whiteboard 48 hours in to this experience that I almost didn't show up for that, 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 you know, God tried to keep Chelsea from not God, uh, your children. I mean, <laughs> no, God was like, girl, you going Bay, but Bay's real cute. And she cries, you know, she's like, mama, mama I need you, I need mama. you. 
Anyways, my point is, very long story short, that wasn't short, very long story long, is that clarity came 90 days later after the questions had been brought up, but 48 hours into the full immersion of Mm -hmm. tackling the questions and then taking it to God with intention, hearing and allowing other things to come in, and then really taking a look at big picture. How do I implement that? So, yeah. One of the coolest things that we got to learn through the Dreamer Summit from Polly and everybody that spoke really was that when you commit to this time and you want to put your dreams out there, you're immediately going to vet the first idea that you have. It's going to seem too big. It's going to seem too hard. It's going to seem too scary, too bold, too much. And, and even if you're bold enough to put it out there in the world, somebody probably will shoot it down, but that's okay. It doesn't, I just heard this the other day from Donald Miller. Say you have a goal to lose 50 pounds and you only lose 30. Well, you're 30 pounds lighter than you are. Like that's way better than losing none at all. And so it's okay to put these big dreams out there. I mean, the dreams that I had a year ago and the dreams that I have now moving forward, they seem ridiculous and they have, but there, you would not have that idea and that dream if it wasn't designed just for you. It doesn't come out of the middle of nowhere ever. And I truly believe that. So don't be afraid when you commit to going through this process to just put it down, just get it out there, put it down on paper (laughs) and then don't be afraid of what happens Cause that's what Stephanie talked about often was, Oh, I know that when I put this down, then it's going to happen. And that always can, can sometimes for those of us that have gotten used to the process of just putting it down on paper and saying, these are my goals and working towards them. We know the work that comes after it is not always the easiest or the most, most, um, satisfying, comfortable. comfortable, right? Yeah. I think my noise of the weekend was <laughs> every time I like have this realization of something God was really, I've always known is in the, my future. But like then finally, when you're acknowledging it and having the, the, uh, uh, the bravery to actually write it down. Mm-hmm. Cause I know anything that I write down, that's been planted by God. Once I finally write it down, I can't stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I'd write it down. I had like three or four of those really big things that I wrote down. I'm like, Ugh. oh my gosh, Chelsea, I'm going to barf. I just wrote it down. Because like then I know it's going to happen. Anyway, so what else? What was a breakthrough for you, Chelsea, and what, what we did this weekend? Or a favorite? Yeah, one of my favorite things was uh, Christine Kane is a pastor in Australia, I believe. Uh And she brought this concept about how we can't coast through our lives, that we have to press forward because there's so much resistance in the world that coasting is not coasting. Coasting is actually regressing. And I'm like, what in the world just came through that woman into my lap? Because 
Not that I've ever been ones to coast, but it just goes to show that there's no space for autopilot. You can't just not be intentional, right? Autopilot is just showing up every day with zero intention, going through the motions and literally putting on your earmuffs and refusing to listen. That's going to push you back further and further and further and further. And using this excuse that you don't have the time, your children are too needy, you don't have the money, you live in a town where you don't have family. Yeah, but it's easy for you, Steph, you have family, you drop your kids off. Yeah, but it's easy for you, Steph, because you guys have money, you take your kids to preschool and to private school and to daycare and you have a nanny and all the things. Oh, yeah, well, I know. I, I just mean, you know, I mean, like everybody goes through those totally. things, right? That's I'm what like, they but start. wait, I want a nanny now. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> your kids are too old at this point, right? They're in school. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you could have every excuse in the book, but that was one of the biggest things that I took away was just this, this notion of, of looking, seeing, seeing a person sitting in a boat and knowing that like at the end of that channel, at the end of that river that they're going to get somewhere exactly where they're supposed to be. The dream that they have, this thing that they see in their mind of what that land looks like when they get there, they'll get there if they row. But if they just sit there, the current's going to come, the wind's going to come, there's going to be resistance on them. Mm. And they're not just going to sit there. Their boat's just going to get further and further and further away from that place. And their boat was put on that specific channel to go to that specific land. And and nothing could stop them if they would just row. Like just... Just row. Just press forward. And if you just rowed every day... You'd, you'd get there. You'd get there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 100% chance you reach the end destination if you just row. Yeah. And they talked about, I love that. Don't coast. Don't coast. They talked and it goes right hand in hand with that. Um, it was Don Cherie Wilkerson that talked about how dreaming with faith This is the other thing that I took away from it, that dreaming with faith looks different than living with faith and how sometimes, and this is, this is how I related it. When you're in that boat, you have no idea. The island is not in sight at all. And you have to believe that it's there. You are rowing endlessly with no land in sight and you have to have faith. You have to have faith that it's going to get you there. And We can sit there and we can have all of these grandiose ideas and we can dream with faith, right? Without pressing forward and just coasting. And that's cool and all. But when we actually begin to live with faith, it gets hard. Yeah. It gets, it gets uncomfortable is what it becomes. But that doesn't mean that the island's not, that doesn't mean that that dream isn't there, that Mm -hmm. that island isn't there. It's there and you'll get there. Yeah. It's It's like, it's like that concept that we all kept talking about all weekend, mm -hmm. how crazy of running this race or Mm -hmm. rowing that channel. The race. Your arms are tired. There's no more food. I drank all the water, but look, there's a huge flying fish. It keeps coming up at me. Or like, I have a sunburn. Like we're just full of 
it's so hard on the journey Mm -hmm. instead of like, that's what you got, nature. Like, let's go. Right there is my island, my salvation, my eternity, my answer, my calling, my breakthrough, my my debt free, the you know the restoration of my marriage, the things I'm so seeking for that God planted in you, and yet you're sunburned. You know, you're a little hungry. Like, persevere. Go forward. Don't grow. Don't you dare give up. Because those dreams, that marriage, that child, those are gifts from God that you are, well, I don't know if that was really from you. Not sure. No, faith, audacious faith without sight. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole nother level of hard. It's a whole nother level of hard. And if you don't, you miss it yet again. This concept of missing the island, missing the path. And it's that easy. It's choosing God's way and to to just dig into audacious faith when it doesn't make sense, when you can't see it. So maybe you're interested in hearing what are some of the audacious things that we're going to get our sticky little selves into this year. (laughs) So I figured we both thought, "Eh, maybe we'll share a few. And here's the really cool thing. This is why I've loved Polly's products from Horatio Printing for so long. A, they're super simple. And so it takes the busy, it takes the busy out, right? But it also really guides you. If you have no idea how to take something very big, break it down, work it backwards, break it down and make it tangible. The beginning of Polly's planner really does a great job at that. And so we worked through that this week and this weekend, and we talked about how, where are we at in all of these areas of our life, which you guys know, I teach so much in my fundamental needs that that we go through and figuring out what's lacking the areas that are good in our lives. Why are they why are they excelling the areas that we kind of feel like, meh, that's not that great. Or, Ooh, I feel really discouraged. What do we need to do in that area of our lives? And Polly has something that if she has created a wheel with what looks like pizza pies, you know, or pie slices in there. And we, we shaded in, um, the whole entire piece of the pie. If we felt like that area of our life was really where we wanted it to be. And then we shaded it in much smaller if we felt like it was lacking in some way. And then there's this really cool spot in there right next to that, that asks us what is a, it says, what is one thing that I can do slash make time for in each of these categories? And so Steph and I went through and we picked out the one thing that we're going to do in some of these areas. And one of the things for me, um, as I went through the wheel and I identified specific I pulled out specific words that really came through to me that I wanted to become in each of these areas. And uh, spiritually, the word that came out for me was steadfast. And so the the one action item or the one thing that I'm going to make time for is a Bible study every morning and a prayer journal. I have an empty prayer journal that's been in my nightstand for over a decade. What? what? It just sits wow. there. Um And it's really cool. And I have found a profound sense of 
um, just the need for all of the people that are brought into my life to pray for them. And I know that systems work. And Mm -hmm. so if I create a system, it will help me be effective. And I, I feel very responsible to the journey, to the people that are brought to me that when they mention that catastrophe has happened to them or that they're struggling in a certain area that I make time for that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that prayer journal will really help me to do that. Um, and so that was one of the things that I picked out from there. I'll share one more and then you can do one. So here's the thing. And personally in my, my, my personal piece of the wheel, my little pie slice, two of the words that came through were fun and light. So you guys might not know this. You probably don't know this. Uh, cause most of you think that I'm funny on the podcast, which if you ask my husband, he's like, what person do you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but being a bit more fun and lighthearted is something that I really want to experience. I can be super serious. Um, and so the one thing that I'm going to make time for that Steph was like, I was like, what do, what do I do? How do I do that? I don't know how to be fun and light. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> and she's like, do one fun thing a day. And I was like, Oh, so I'm just going to try and make time for something, even if it's five minutes, which I do from time to time, but I want to see more of it. And I'm going to make sure that I laugh every day because I don't laugh enough. How about you? I love those. Those are so good. So one of mine in the physical category is to find food freedom. Like just truly be free from different diets or yo-yoing or trying to find quick answers. Everything in my life, especially in business, I'm like, you guys, you know, you got to do the work. You have to spend time with God to hear the breakthrough. But yet when it comes to food, it was always the last thing on the list because that's in my way. You know, I'm just going to do the quick diet or whatnot. Back and forth, back and forth. So I wrote down finding food freedom. And interestingly, you know, that's something I've been praying over for a long time is like, how do I just find true health without ever being on a diet again? And God led me to a friend of mine. Uh, Jessica Brown, and she is a nutritionist. She's amazing. Anyways, we've been working on intuitive eating. So my one thing is to continue the tracking method or that it's your an inventory really of how you feel when you eat on a scale of one to 10 and really listening to like the body God created you that tells you when you're hungry mm-hmm. and when you're full. What a concept. <laughs> What a crazy concept. Your body knows. And it also knows what you're craving and what you really want. And it just all seemed too good to be true to me like a couple short months ago. And now I'm sitting in it doing this system with her. And I'm like, I could cry. I'm on vacation eating all the things I really want, but I'm eating them until I feel full. And then I'm able to throw them away. It's like something that I've never been able to do. So that one thing was to continue with the intuitive eating process, which is the journaling. And then also I ordered a Peloton. I'm so excited. (laughs) So I've been doing my little app too. So continuing to do that um, four times a week, my Peloton app workouts. So that was one thing I did in the physical bucket. And then the other one in spiritually, what I wrote was 
having the deepest possible intimacy with Christ. I feel like there's a whole nother level. Like when Chelsea said earlier, you feel the sprinkle and then you feel it rain and then you feel it pour and it just gets deeper and deeper and so much more beautiful and fruitful. So I wrote the deepest possible intimacy with God. And what I wrote inside of there was to do this new Bible app that Chelsea told me about, which is Dwell, where you can listen to the Bible every single day and also to continue my morning routine, which is the daily scripture that I do every single day in my morning routine. I use the Soul Bible Studies from Horatio. I love them. But it's that it's daily. It's a daily morning routine of doing this work to continue spending time with God. I don't remember who said it this weekend, but they said, you want to get to know someone, you spend time together, mm -hmm. right? You want to hear what your spouse really thinks or feels. You ask, you spend time, you get to know them deeper. And it's mm -hmm. the same way with God. So yeah. So that's the wheel. Okay. So here we are. You've kind of heard our experience and we've given you a little a little dabble inside of the Horatio printing um, lead ins to actually using the planner and what it looks like to have big dreams and how to write them down, how to plan for them, how to make them happen. So if you want to do this in your own life, Steph and I are going to give you some tips on how you can recreate this for yourself and not just for dream planning, but also just kind of for any immersion experience. And one of the biggest things that I want you guys to take away from this episode that we both want you to take away from this episode, like always in both podcasts for all of you listening on my podcast, on Steph's podcast, we give you homework. We want you to actually walk away feeling like you can take this information and you can make it work in your life. So something that I feel like is super important after that siren has this moment <laughs> <clears throat> is knowing when the right time is to do this, because you might have followed along in our stories and been super amped up, or you might see other people that have their moment in their life when it's time for them to do a certain type of immersion, but you need to be able to know what wins to do an immersion experience for yourself and um, there is no right answer to that at all. And I think you already heard us talk about how the fears should not limit you, but you truly will know something will speak to you over and over and over again about this one thing that really wants to be worked on, that wants to be fixed, that wants to be improved. Maybe nothing's broken. Maybe you're just in a space where everything is just Okay. Cush. Like mm. this is so comfy and I like it here. I'm warm and I have a throw blanket on me and Netflix is rad. Like I <laughs> love it, this, love but you it. still go to bed every night or you still zone out when you're doing the dishes and you're thinking about the same thing every single time when you drive down the road, you, you see the same thing in your mind and you know that you want this one thing to happen. And that's when, you know, it's time to sit down, put some things on paper, hear the real messaging that needs to come forward in my life and, and listen to this podcast again and get fired up yeah. and make it happen. You know, what's interesting about that too, is sometimes one of the warning, one of the warning signs for me of like, Hey, it's time to do some work in this area is I'll be triggered by something. Mm -hmm. You know, um, 
being in a mastermind and somebody says something about something they're doing. And I'm like, well, you know, I wouldn't do that. And then when I dig deeper into how I'm feeling, like I'm feeling triggered by this person on Instagram or this person over here or whatever that thing is for you, it's because deep down, maybe you want that, but you're telling yourself that's not for you. You can't, you won't, you shouldn't, someone's already doing it, all the things. But really that trigger isn't even jealousy at all. It's an internal alarm going off saying, you can have that too. That's for you. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to show you that. Mm -hmm. So I, I pay it. I really heightened to certain triggers that might come through at first as a negative emotion for me and saying, what was that? And so often it's, oh, it's because I, I know that's for me, but I don't have it yet. Mm-hmm. And it hurts a little bit. Yeah. So that's another big when is it time moment. And then the other third one is when there is a problem. Yeah. You know, when the marriage feels really hard and there's lots of fighting and the opportunity comes up for the retreat or for the marriage event or for the marriage course mm-hmm. or for whatever that looks like. And you're going, oh. Or when you're, when you're literally loathing getting dressed every morning or when your laundry room is falling to pieces and you can't weed through the mess of the mess of the mess. It doesn't even have to be something so big. Mm-hmm. It can be mm-hmm. this part of my home is not working. Mm-hmm. This part of my, this thing, whatever it is, if it's, if it's a specific thing, like it can be isolated to, I know that my clothes are out of hand. I know that my eating is out of hand. My weight is out of hand. My health is out of hand. My marriage, my kids, my backyard, my garage, my relationship with my family members, my whatever, something is really out of control. It's making you feel crappy every time you interact with it, whatever it is. That's when it's like time to get serious about this process. Yeah. Which makes me think of, is your phone constantly in your hand? Mm -hmm. Are you idolizing social media? I was so going to say this earlier in this episode about how important it is to immerse ourselves in our families every single weekend. So good. Put your phone down. That is a whole other immersion experience that so many of you are avoiding. And we both preach this to you every single day, every single podcast, every single Facebook live when it is and is not relevant to what we're talking about. We talk about it Mm -hmm. because it's so important. And they talked about it this weekend at the event. Multiple people talked about it. So you got to lay all the things down for the reason and the purpose that you're doing them, which is your kids and your spouse and put it all away. And that's why, you know, if y'all are new to me, I say delete the apps every single weekend for two full days and have your immersion experience with real human beings who love you and need you and look up to you because you half in is doing such a disservice to how you could be feeling as a mom or a wife. And it's not to shame anybody or make any of you feel bad. It's to show you the potential of how your life will feel. I was fully addicted. I still get that way sometimes. Mm -hmm. When I finally started turning off the apps on the weekend, I could break my addiction And it was like I was seeing life for the first time after a few years of being a full-fledged workaholic. And my life is forever different for it. My kids are different. I'm more peaceful, more soft, more loving. 
I also have way more perspective on what actually matters. I was living in this lie, this fog of you can't be without this thing. And so now I'm constantly inventorying my life. Do I have any idols at all? What's an idol? Is food an idol right now? Is my phone an idol right now? Is social media an idol right now? Are my kids an idol right now? What's an idol? What's happening? Because nothing can be higher than God. Nothing. And when you notice that's happening, immersion. Let's fix this. Let's fix this right now. And God will give you the way to fix it. Which leads us to talking about how to do this. Yeah. And so you can walk away knowing when is the right time, right? But how do you do it is uh, with some paper and some pens and not your cell phone. And, well, I guess we did... We definitely Googled some scripture a few times. Um, I posted some IG stories when I'm normally not on socials on the mm-hmm. weekends. Yeah. I knew it was important for the people who are with us in the event to be with us here. Yeah. And so that's how we did that. Super fun celebratory time for us. But the point is to not be distracted from your experience it's the distraction that pulls you away, right? So how you do this is you pick your specific topic, you know what it is that you're going to immerse yourself in and you just show up and be prepared. There's no real, like you have to do this and then you have to do this and you have to do this. Do a little bit of pre-work just like we did. Write down how you're feeling about the experience. What things are you hoping to get out of, out of that time? What is your end goal? And I even talk about this for people that are trying to create capsule wardrobes. What's the pre-work? Create a mood board. Literally know what you want your closet to look like when you're done with it. And and you don't just go into your closet unknowingly. You sit down and you do some pre-work. You look at it and say, what do we want this to look like? When Blaine and I do immersion experiences for marriage retreats, we don't just go and show up and be like, hey, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> That's not what we do. We have an idea in our mind. We know going into the weekend which it's never comfy. No. It's never comfy. No. It's like hard things are about to go down. I'm going to hear things about the kind of wife I am that I never want to be told. Yeah. And I know they're coming, right? So we do that pre-work in the beginning, and that's how I would suggest going about it. What do you want to add? Yeah, I love all of those tips so much. The other thing I would add is what type of immersion experience do you want to be part of? Because there's so many options. There's so many cool things you can do. You can do a course. You can do it alone. You can do it with friends. You can do it online. You can do it in person. You can do marriage stuff with your spouse, without your spouse. Like there's all types of things. And I think my advice here is to try some different ones and explore and know that there's not one right answer for everyone nor every situation. But I know for me, my favorite type of immersion event is an actual event in person with another human being. Like, (laughs) I love it. And you know why? It's because I love the accountability and the brainstorming. I'm a verbal processor. And so being able to talk things through with another person Mm -hmm. really helps me have clarity. And that's just for my big growth stuff. And then there's been immersion that's been inward things that need to change that are just mine. Deleting the apps, having some conversations with God that could only be me. So I think thinking about what type of experience do you want to have? Do you need accountability or brainstorming? If so, who's that person? Be careful with that one. 
So there's also the right person to do certain things with. And what event is it? And then you just go. Mm -hmm. Just do it. And God didn't put it on your mind and your heart on accident. He told you which one and with who and all the things. So don't you dare second guess it. Do it. Your life will be better for it. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! We did it. We did it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I just, you know, really want you to take away from this that there is power, potential, and breakthrough in immersion experiences, in immersion in your life, in immersion in your family, in getting rid of distraction, being intentional with what needs to change, and then doing the hard things, doing the work in a specific set of time or at a specific event to let God work through you. So I just, I just want to pray over you sisters that wherever you find yourself right now, whatever you're thinking that God would bring forward into your heart and into your mind, the things that he is asking you to lay down, to change, he is trying to transform them for you. And you were just, you were just in the way of that, that you are able to see the work he is trying to do in you and you just allow him to come in and transform you from the inside out. That you're willing to get quiet enough to hear the breakthroughs, to hear the answers, to feel what he is trying to show you so desperately. The path is right underneath your feet, sisters. Let's lean into a, a vision and a season of faith, unseen faith that you cannot touch and you cannot see, but that you can experience with, with complete trust and, and leaning on Christ that he will get you there. He will get your boat to that final destination if you just row, sisters. Believe it, see it, receive it. In Jesus' name, I pray. We pray. Amen. Amen. Crazy, right? Like, just totally mind-blowing. I know that after this experience, I'll never be the same ever again. There's like no coming back from an experience like that. Just like, honestly, I know this is going to sound crazy, but there's no, there's no coming back from a full immersion experience of organizing your closet, like, or organizing your home or doing a marriage retreat with your husband. Like there's no way to to undo what you experience when you allow yourself to fully be immersed in a topic and a setting and a situation to open yourself up to listen to think to grow to reflect to project those things are very very powerful and i hope that after hearing this you feel called to create some type of immersion experience in the one area of your life that you feel needs it the most. So thank you for joining me through this special episode where I really shared such an intimate and unique experience for myself. And I am looking forward greatly to continuing the conversation on this topic over inside of my Facebook group. Until next time, I'll see you over there.